Taxi. Mom, what are you doing? This is the 77 WABC minicast. Good morning, everybody. This is The Other Side of Midnight. I am superstar Frank Moreno, but I feel silly using that moniker when my next guest is in the room because he is a true superstar. He has been a children's entertainer for a quarter of a century, and he's not someone you see. He's not someone you listen to. He's someone you just experience. Let me paint the picture. He walks in wearing uh, basically what looks like a straw hat. He's got long, blonde, flowing hair, a bodybuilder's physique, a a red Hawaiian shirt with purple and yellow flowers, jean shorts that, of course, have obligatory holes in them, and uh, a very hippie-looking bracelet. By now, you may have guessed, I am referring to children's entertainer, author, school teacher, and New Jerseyan at large, the one and only Ron Albanese joining us once again in studio. Hello, Ron. Wow. Hey there. Hi there. Ho there. What an intro. I'm, I'm almost speechless, but I'm actually never speechless. So, <laughs> But I came close just there. That's the least surprising thing I've, uh, I've ever heard anybody say. Hey, so for people that don't know who you are, I mean, first of all, shame on them. Our uh, news guy, Gnome, is a big fan of your uh, polka dot uh, yeah. show. Uh, um, explain to folks what you do exactly. Sure. Uh, I'm basically a children's and family entertainment personality. I've been doing that, as you said, for just about a quarter century now. And, um, you know, I get hired to do things like birthday parties, play guitar. Uh, I do all kinds of events, fairs, festivals, schools, pools, libraries all over the place. I do it mostly in the tri-state, Pennsylvania and Florida as well. Well, that's uh, absolutely terrific. And you actually get started doing that. Well, what happened was I was an editor of a newspaper in Hoboken, Noam, actually. And, uh, you know, I was interviewing a, interviewing a, a singer-songwriter gal. And what happened was I needed another piece of information. So I dialed her up. How you doing? Listen, I need to know you're whatever. And she said, yeah. And guess what? I'm now doing singing telegrams. I said, you are? She said, I am. She said, you're kind of an instrumentalist, are you? aren't you of some sort? I said, yeah. She goes, well, you should do it, too. They're hiring. I said, nah, I would never do that kind of stuff. Singing telegrams. <laughs> no way, no how. Then she said... It's $40 an hour. So that's when I turned into Ralph Cramden. It's in my head. $40 an hour. $40 an hour. I'm going to sell irons door to door like Norton is. And uh, so that's what happened. I went up to the guy's office, and he looked at me literally. I'll never forget this. And he looked at me, and he goes, you're hired. Show up Saturday. And I was literally like, humana, 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 humana. So I go there Saturday, and I did not do singing telegrams, Frank. But what I did was I was wearing costumes. And I, I, I was a, a Teletubby. I was every Teletubby 10,000 times over. Do you have a favorite Teletubby to appear as? Well, you know, I would say character-wise, Frank, I would have to go with Lala. Okay. okay. See, I've never seen yeah, Teletubby. Yeah, well, Lala which is the yellow, yellow Teletubby. Okay. And uh, then I also like, but I liked wearing the green one, which, of course, is Peter Chris of Kiss. No, it's not. It is actually, <laughs> uh, the green Teletubby was Dipsy. Right? Maybe one of our callers on our busy telephones would tell us. But uh, yeah, I was everyone because that costume nobody ever wanted. It was an unpopular, it was the cleanest mint condition costume. So all these things were like wearing a giant rug, right? You're wearing a giant rug, uh, sometimes with fake fat if you're Winnie the Pooh Uh or something like that. Uh, And you put on his head, you seal yourself in, and you're literally like on the moon. 
You're in your own world. You're walking. Time moves more slowly. You hear the children outside. They're grabbing your tail. They're trying to feed you through the mouth of the costume. <laughs> it's uh, 59 and a half minutes, and then you're out of that party onto a next one. I- I've, um, I've known a lot of folks that have, that have been children's entertainers. It's a different world, though, when you have kind of the protection of that costume where you're not really expected to speak or anything versus just performing as yourself, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you said I've known a lot of children's entertainers, which is a nice way of saying the bottom feeders no, of the entertainment world. No, I don't think that's world. true. I completely disagree with that. <laughs> well, I, you know, yo, you're right, Frank. You're right. But, you know, uh, yeah. What did you say? No, I said it's different oh. when you perform as yourself versus oh. being Super Mario or something. It was right? a huge leap to becoming what they call a face character. Yes, because now you're just out there and, and now you're working on your expressions and you're, you're doing all these uh, Shakespearean you know, stage things where you're projecting more and everything. So, yeah, the costume's not doing the work for you anymore at all. The um, And you'll be happy to know that uh, we keep, and I'm, I'm not joking about this, you can see for yourself, in the studio next door, we keep your autographed photo displayed <laughs> on the wall at all times. It's been up there ever since you were you were here last. That's so. cool. I'm just uh, slightly photoshopping that. But other than that, uh, it's, a, it's a great shot. You know, you're also a, a teacher, so I have to think that keeps you pretty busy, you know, writing books, performing live shows all over the place. And being a teacher, especially now that school year is back in session. Absolutely. For me, it's always been a duality, and that's a big word. And I try not to cross the streams like they say in Ghostbusters, you know. I always just was a teacher, and then I'm an entertainer here all the other time. It it didn't really cross, of course, working with children. Mm. And things like that. Uh, And then most recently, uh, I've begun to combine those two elements into a new venture. What's the new venture? The new venture is, do you have a drum roll? Uh, I would say cart, but I'd be dating myself. My new venture, Frank, and everybody else listening, is Ron Albanese's Teaching Tunes. Teaching Tunes. Correct. Teaching Tunes. I like it. So you win a new car. So uh, how do uh, how do we see or experience this? This is very exciting. I've been working on this uh, between gigs all summer long, Frank, and I've come up with a concept. I've come up with an idea. I'm gonna be a little educational here, and I'm going to write songs and and create videos specifically tailored to the curricula, and that's the proper plural of curriculum, uh, pre K, K being kindergarten and first grade. The first video, the proof of concept, is Surfing ABCs, and that actually is going to be out this weekend. Oh, great. On YouTube. Maybe I'll watch it with my son. Yeah. Uh, he knows the I, I alphabet think pretty well. Love, I think he would love it. He, he's really into the alphabet. He really enjoys that LMNOP section. That's the car crash area yeah. of the alphabet, right. is it he, not? He yeah. loves it. He <laughs> smiles every time. You know, he likes Cocoa Melon, and they do the alphabet yes, in there. Yes. And every time he gets that LMNOP, he's got he's to think. His favorite letter is W, but he just calls it double. Right? Uh, <laughs> he likes the shape of it and everything. It's a fascinating letter, actually. If you research the history of that, the W did not exist. It was like considered like a double V mm-hmm. of sorts, just to distinguish it from the letter V. Uh, you know, doctor's office magazines that you read and stuff. Right. And pick up this. Right. Uh, well, I'm going to tell yeah. them that. I'll get a big kick out of that. <laughs> I, uh, for, for now, the extent of our conversation about it is it's an upside-down M or 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 a Good side one. sideways e right because uh, sometimes he'll carry he has all these letters all over the place um I, we we're only 
we only have about 21 letters in there because I don't know where these other five letters have gone. But he will carry the these letters over, and he's right about what letter he's carrying maybe 40% of the time. 40%, which is not bad. 21 months old, right? 40% of the time? Yeah. You know, he gets the, he gets, awesome. he gets the O's. He gets the O's. Gets, e is tricky. E is tricky. He thought it was M. He thought it was double. <laughs> so it is what it is. Well, that's exciting. Hey, um, so you have a on a song that we played uh, on the radio uh, a month or two ago called Sunshine and Good Times. And uh, people can see the video. I'm actually going to link to it right now on uh, my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Fan. In fact, maybe we can cue that up, uh, Mr. Matt Blaze. in my chair over here. Here we go. Sunshine and good times are always It's very catchy and, and a great video. What was it like making that uh, music video? Well, you know, I don't know if you remember, Frank, but at the beginning of the summer, there was a period where the sun was not out for like two and a half, three weeks. Right. And, I yeah, do remember it, that. And everybody's like, is this summer going to start? Right. What's going on? So one Sunday morning I woke up and lo and behold, the sun was out. The sun was out and I had no gigs. I said, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to throw all my stuff in a car and I'm going to go down to shore and film a video for this. So I went to my childhood beach, 14th Avenue in, in South Seaside Park. That's where I spent my summers. I've done a few other videos there and stuff. And I run on the beach and I, I grab my guitar, have my other stuff with me. There are people all over. The lifeguard's asking me where my badge is. 